Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for tuning in. Got a lot to talk about, so uh, let's dive right in. First off, uh, congrats to my Raiders. They won their fourth game of the season. Um, I mean, it was against the Seahawks. Not a huge deal there, but uh, next week will be a test against that. I believe it's against the Chargers and then the Rams after that. So uh, Chargers, I still don't think are that great of a team. I'm sorry. I know everybody's praising coaching staff right now because they decide to go for two points or whatever. Um I still think they're overrated. I'm sorry. But um, Raiders, uh, like I said, uh, fourth game of the year. Hopefully this is a good trend upwards. I mean, not that they're going to make the playoffs probably, but uh, but I'd like to see them continue some winning ways and do well. You know, um, I mean, the biggest reason that they won, obviously, was Josh Jacobs. Huge day Josh Jacobs had uh, from the line of scrimmage. Uh, over 300 yards uh, from the line of scrimmage. So, uh Big deal for him, big day for him, huge, setting uh, Raiders records all over the place and uh, playing his, uh, his heart out, which was awesome. So, uh, so Josh Jacobs, here's to you. The rest of the team didn't have a horrible day either, you know, but um, but uh, Jacobs' uh, run in uh, OT was what sealed the deal, obviously. So uh, a lot of close games, a lot of wild stuff going on this weekend in football. So, uh, I say that uh, Raiders aren't going to make playoffs. I don't even know if they're statistically eliminated at this point. There are a lot of teams that are kind of up in the air right now. So, uh, and the big game against the uh, a, a um, division rival. So uh, coming up. So uh, we'll see. <coughs> Let's see what happens there. Um, a little phlegm in my throat. Sorry, I had a big cough, uh, sneezing fit before going on the air, but. Uh, don't think it's anything, but uh, but we'll see. Hopefully not. Cross your fingers. Um, apologies sent out to the individual that sent me a request for uh, for a review of something. I have not had the time, unfortunately, with the way that work has been, the way that with the holidays and whatnot, things been absolutely crazy. So it's not. I have not forgotten about you. Thank you for uh, supporting the show and sending in uh, sending in your thoughts. And thank you so much. I'll try to see if I can do. Do uh, what you requested this week and see if we can make, make a special show for that. I'll see what I can do. I, I make no promises, but uh, but I'll definitely see what I can do. But once again, thank you for uh, supporting the show and being out there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. As far as wrestling goes, um, oh, before I get too involved, I'd like to say, hey, thank thank you, Josh McDaniels, for, for uh, making the right calls and handing the ball off to Josh uh, Jacob. You know, uh, I I give that guy a lot of grief, and I have before the season starts. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he's gonna prove me wrong. Please do. You know, as a Raiders fan, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. Please prove me wrong. Please. You know, I want I want you to win. <laughs> you know, I'll say I'll talk a lot of garbage and smack, but uh, deep down in my heart, I want you to win. All right. You know, um, you know, like I said, Jacobs wasn't even was um they didn't even know if he was gonna play this week, and wow, did. Did he ever play? Wow. And he proved to be one of the uh, premier packs in the league once again. Um, but, hey, let's get to wrestling real quick. Uh, uh, Dynamite. Um, the production looked a lot better this week for some reason. I don't know what they're doing with the lighting and whatnot. Looks, uh, looks a little bit better. Um, House of Black returns. Uh, very happy to see that. I'm really happy to see uh, see House of Black come out. Um 
unfortunately returned also in Chicago. And uh, wow, gang booed, of course, um, which they should have. And they, the disrespect that they showed towards uh, CM Punk and his fans, I, I, I really, I mean, this makes me almost not want to watch AEW, and I hate that because I, I like AEW. I, they have some incredible wrestlers. I love some of my favorite wrestlers are on there. But to know that these three idiots are or officers within the company really really makes me sour on the whole uh, the whole brand the whole uh, company and the way that they came out and disrespected CM Punk over that whole thing after a joke of an investigation and uh, just I I have no I don't really say no respect but very low respect for uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks the way they came out like this and once again, thank you so much for ruining one of my favorite songs, too. Uh, Wayward Son, wow. But, I mean, the the GTS that Omega hit and everything, obviously, was a big middle finger to uh, to CM Punk. And, uh, and honestly, what did CM Punk say that was wrong? I, I mean, he was unprofessional, and he, sh- he was out of, out of his element, out of his place, I should say. It was wrong what he did. But I'd really love to know what really happened behind the uh, behind the scenes with the scrum. I can't wait till he does his first shoot interview, so I can figure out what really happened. Because all I've heard really so far is uh, is the elite side, and I don't believe it for one instant. Sorry. Um, you know, although there was one part of the match I did enjoy greatly, and I was seeing, uh, I think it was Matt Jackson got hit with a hammer uh, from the death triangle, and that I did enjoy immensely. So, uh, you know, um, kind of a sad note, um, because I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan, but Thunder Rosa forfeits the, uh, the title to Jamie Hader. So what this means is Jamie Hader is not the interim champion anymore, but she is actually the the full-blown official champion, which means that that Tony Storm's run as champion also gets recognized as officially a champion. So congratulations to them, but uh, this doesn't bode well for Thunder Rosa. I'm sorry. I mean, real class act. I I think she, you know, willingly gave it up because I, I really think that she's a class act. I think that all these accusations and garbage coming out from this behind the scenes is just petty nonsense once again there's so much politics and so much garbage going on behind the scenes at AEW that good wrestlers and good people like like Thunder Rosa are kind of suffer unfortunately you know but uh, but that's the way it is when you got children running the show unfortunately um, really sad really sad because it, like I said I love I, I still enjoy Dynamite immensely I still like the product but I don't, uh, five years on the road, I don't even see his company being around. I'm sorry, you know, unless Tony Khan just wants to keep burning millions of dollars, throwing it in the toilet. I, I, they're losing audiences, you know, they're losing pay-per-view share. They're losing buy-ins or they're just, uh, they're using an antiquated, you know, business model and, uh, once again, just petty stuff going on behind the scenes. And um, honestly, I think AEW's death knell, you know, I think eventually they 
they'd self-destruct anyway because Tony Khan is such a horrible manager that uh but I think that what really really brought things out a lot was uh Vince you know stepping down because uh Triple H being head of creative and uh and kind of taking things over him and Stephanie and and Nick Khan the shows both Smackdown and Raw have improved immensely the bookings improved immensely the use of the talent. I, I had a couple of miscues that I don't like. Like, uh, I'm not sure I like the way that they're handling theory, although I'll get to that later. Um, and the whole, uh, hit row thing. Oh, God. Why did Triple H resign those, those guys? But other than that, I, I mean, because at the, at the time the AEW came up, came along with a good strategy they would have taken a market share from WWE and they would have done that because they had a a good alternative it was a good product you know had its uh, coming out of the gates was a little wonky but they with a new promotion you expect that and uh they did some creative stuff that a larger company couldn't do you know the whole probably Lee thing the way they handled covid was was excellent and uh and showed some creativity and initiative, but they better write, write that ship real quickly. I'm sorry. Um, but onwards to, to War Games, um, which was uh, technically Survivor Series, but they did it with War Game, two War Games uh, matches in it. Um, I love this format. I really love this format. I like the one AEW does their version of it. I like the old war games format. I, I really enjoy this format immensely. You know, um, one of the things that WCW did right, did well. I'm real happy they did this. And, uh, they started things off, you know, um, let in with the uh, intro from Ozzy Osbourne, which I loved. I love the whole War Pigs, uh, being the theme song just gets me jazzed up every time I freaking hear it. Jazz up's an antiquated term. I know I'm old. Live with it. But, uh, but I really love hearing the War Pigs, uh, theme song the way they cut it that intro together with the various uh wrestlers wow um that was my notes that just popped into there into the into the um into the camera view i'm so glad my wife made me buy this thing i'm happy with that um ollie's right now we're dirt cheap if you if you keep a journal and keep notes it's a great thing um but really enjoyed mentally seeing ozzy and up there and uh and uh really enjoyed that intro that was that was really good and then they um they started off with the women's match which was a lot better than i thought it would be i i think i enjoyed this maybe more than the men's i some really creative spots you know um they had one spot wow that looked like it was a dakota kai i think kicked uh bianca belair in the face and it just looked like it made contact i hope it didn't but it looks so vicious, especially from the camera angle they showed. Wow. But those girls weren't holding back. They were, uh, they were, they played a good show. I, I liked it. I don't know what other, uh, podcasters think of it. And I don't know if I really care, but, uh, but I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. I, like I said, I love this format. I love, you know, it was good seeing, uh, Becky Lynch come back, you know, Bianca Belair can go and it was great seeing Nikki Cross in the ring again. I'm so happy about that. You know, but every girl, kind of held their own and, and did a good job, you know, um, a couple of sloppy spots, but in a, in a match like this, it's not like you do this every week, you know, it's not, there were a couple of spots that, um, where the two 
uh, rings joined up and where the two, um, where the, the cage was right at that point. There were a couple spots. I, I noticed some of the girls having some troubles there. I don't know if it was because of the way they were put together or whatnot, but, um, I was really hoping nobody was going to get injured. I, I realized that they probably have to construct it the way it is because it goes on top of them, the, the uh, mat, the, the edge of the mat, the rings. Um, because that kind of scared me seeing that big gap right in the corner. And I was just praying to God nobody got hurt in there because you could rip an arm off, you know, if that thing sticks through an opening that large. That really scared me. But, uh, but other than that, it was really cool seeing some good spots. No, no real, um, no real stupid stuff, no blood, but, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, WWE is a different product, obviously, in AEW, you know, so, um, you know, before I get too far, too, while it's still in my mind, uh, I know that Triple H um, tweeted out uh, a, a video package with um, ro- with William Regal on a really great package showing him introducing War Games because they adopted the War Games format for NXT, and that became one of their uh, pay-per-views. But a uh, great package, man. That guy was so, uh, so into it, so awesome. He is great. He is great. You know, I've loved him in his role in the AEW. You know, um, oh, I didn't even mention that. Um, he got, uh, an AEW. This is what kind of sparked some controversy. You know, because he turned on Moxley, Moxley called him out to the ring and, um, basically told him to run, get away from down his face. Cause so this kind of leaves the whole Blackpool combat club future in, uh, disarray and in question. And a lot of people are thinking that, um, William Regal is going to defect to WWE. The problem with that is he still has quite a bit of time left on his AEW contract. You know, obviously, um, the video package that, that Triple H released is going to fuel more of those rumors, obviously. Um, I think it was just a friend paying tribute to another friend. Excuse me. I'm not going to chalk it up to too much. Um, I'm not going to read too much into it. I don't know if he's, uh, cause you could almost, um, if you look too much into it, you could almost almost accuse WWE of tampering at that point. But honestly, I think it was just um, either innocently done or just poking a little uh, stoking. I'm poking the uh, bear with uh, poking AEW a little bit. I don't know. But it was a great video package, and uh, it was great seeing William Regal there. And uh, reminds you of his importance as he was a commissioner of NXT so long ago and uh, the importance of him within... Uh, the, the current version format of war games. So, um, so that was cool. Like I said, I, I love this format. You know, like I said, AEW has their own version and I, I love that. You know, I think it's a great format. It's a fun format. Um, you know, Dusty Rhodes was brilliant when he thought of this, I think, but Dusty Rhodes, I think, I think Dusty Rhodes was brilliant, period. You know, he was great. Um, you know, say what you will. I, I I'm a big fan of his. Um, you know, some, uh, Overall, good pay per view. You know, obviously the two highlights were the the two War Games matches. Um, you know, we had uh, AJ Styles face off against um, against uh, Finn Balor. You know, and you you knew that was going to be a good match. Uh, AJ can pull a good match out of anybody. And Finn Balor is more than capable of having a good match. I didn't even, I didn't remember that that um, mask that AJ came out with. Uh, 
one of his old bullet club things uh, from New Japan. That was pretty cool. That was interesting seeing that. I, I've forgotten totally about that. So, so that was cool, you know, coming out with the the Good Brothers and whatnot. Um, you know, um, you know, no, uh, no Rhea in the ring, but no, um, no Mia Yim either with the uh, with the Good Brothers. So, so you know, it was what it was. It was like I said, it was a good match. AJ won, had a little retribution. It was pretty cool. You know, I don't think that uh, Judgment Day lost anything as far as I mean. Obviously, they lost match, but I don't think they lost anything as far as their steam. They're still got the thing with um. Rey Mysterio, which was a real cool video. They showed Dominic and uh, Rhea Ripley showing up at Rey Mysterio's house on Thanksgiving, basically beating the crap out of, the, out of uh, Dominic's father, Rey. I mean, um, that was that was a good video. I liked that. It was um, not that I want to see Rey Mysterio get beat up, but it was it was really good the way they did it. Um, they're really pushing Dominic as heel, and he's doing great in the role. He's doing great because he he failed as a as a face, but as a heel in this particular role. I don't know who came up with this, but uh, they deserve a pat in the back. They did a great job. They they nailed it. They nailed it, I think. And Rhea is really doing her best work ever with it right now. You know, um, I'm wondering, here's a thought. I wonder if this loss is going to spark any type of um, dissension within the Judgment Day. I don't think it will, but that, that wouldn't surprise me if they tried to work an angle with that, you know, and if... Um, Damian Priest tried to take over whatnot. Um, because I, I've heard that Triple H, his, one of his pet tr- projects right now is to, uh, creatively reform, uh, Finn Balor's character and make him back into a star. So a feud against Judgment Day would probably do that. I don't know if that's the way he wants to go. Um, man, Finn has had his moments. He was great in New Japan. He was great in the Indies. He was, he was really creative. Um, he's been kind of mediocre on the main roster. Um, he was really good in NXT, but once you kind of take away the entrances and the, uh, the demon character, he, he looks, he looks like a GQ model at that point. You know, he, just a set of abs that can wrestle. Um, but I have a lot of faith in Triple H. So I'll, I'll, be anxiously to see anxious to see what uh he comes up with the guy made Seamus do his best work in years this year i mean uh Seamus is on fire right now and uh him and the uh in his faction are just on fire right now i mean look they they went up against a bloodline as a main event so that says it all right there you know so if you can take Seamus, who was looking awfully boring there for a long time make him back into a star. I have faith that he could do something with Finn Balor. I just hope it doesn't get rid of the Judgment Day because I like the Judgment Day the way it is. Um, but uh, but some cool stuff going on. You know, obviously had um, you know Chelsea Blackheart versus uh, Wow Ronda Rousey and. Uh, I don't think anybody expected her to win the title. I'm sorry. Not that <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that um not that she's not a good wrestler or anything, but uh, I think they're going to keep that that belt on Rousey for a while. Um you know, I I just don't I don't know what they're going to do with uh 
with I don't know what they're going to do with either one of them, to tell you the truth. I don't know what they're going to do with Shotzi, though. Um, I mean, um, Shotzi really, she's kind of a secondary character. I hate to say I don't see her as as a main character. I'm sorry. Um, I don't see her in a title hunt. I don't see her doing a lot. Unfortunately, um, she's kind of good in a tag team uh, situation, I think, but that's just me. Um, and obviously, I think they're just kind of scrambling. Who can we get to go up against Ronda? And that's it. That's it right there. Okay, boom. You know, and we had, um, we had Theory winning the U.S. Uh, US championship, um, which I, I'm all in favor of. I think Theory is the future company. I, I think he really has a ton of skill. And I think what they've been doing, I could be wrong, but I think what they've been doing is adding more depth to his character by kind of having handing him some losses, making him look vulnerable. I think they're adding some depth to his character and the way he grew his facial hair out. I mean, that usually denotes some kind of change in uh, personality and character. So I think, I think they're doing this purposely. I don't think they're deep pushing him. I was a little worried at first when, uh, when he looked like he was getting bitched out, uh, when Triple H took over because he was kind of Vince's boy, but now that he has the title back, the championship back, the U.S. championship back, um, I think things will change. I think things are going to turn around. You're going to see new dimensions added to his character that will make him a lot more interesting. Um, what do we, uh, obviously we have the, the main event, the men's, uh, the men's, uh, war games match. It was a good match, but um, to be honest with you, the storytelling is what got to me. Um, because we had the the whole storyline with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens happening and how that was all going to work within the bloodline and whatnot. Was Sami Zayn going to betray, betray uh, Kevin Owens? Was he going to betray the bloodline? You had those questions in your thoughts, in your head. I was hoping that he would not portray the bloodline only because this, this faction is so good right now and he is such a vital part of it and so essential to the, the success of bloodline that, uh, I'm really happy that they decided to keep this together and keep Sami Zayn going. Um, you know, he basically, uh, betrayed, uh, Owens a couple of times and he was a huge help in the huge, um, factor in the, uh, bloodline. Bloodlines win, you know. So, uh, so that kind of puts any any doubt to rest. I think, you know, he um, held the referee when he was counting, um, counting, counting out. Uh, wow, counting out uh, Roman Reigns when um, when Owens had him pinned, and then he did the low blow to Kevin Owens. What I think was it? He went to. I think Owens went to super kick. Was it Jey Uso and uh, Uso caught it, and then I think Zayn uh, low did a low blow to him, if I remember correctly, something along those lines. Uh, but but he basically uh, was a huge factor in the win uh, for Bloodline and paid huge dividends. So I'm glad that they're continuing that storyline. Um, that makes me real happy. I did love one part of the whole thing was how. Uh, Kevin Owens came out with the Dusty Rhodes uh, shirt, paying tribute to Dusty Rhodes because he created war games. He created the uh, rules and ideas for war, ga war games and uh, 
that shows you how much respect Kevin Owens has for the business and how how good of a wrestler is. Why is this guy friends with the Young Bucks? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, you got a traditionalist like Kevin Owens uh, friends with these idiots. I, whatever. I, but uh, to each your own, you know, I'm sure we all get mixed up with the wrong crowd at some point. Um, but but I, I love that shirt he had on with the, the Kevin Owens. I the uh, Dusty Rhodes thing. Um, that was really cool. I enjoyed that paying tribute. I'm glad he did it. You know, I know the announcers did it early on, but it was great to have visual representation for anyone that might not be familiar with the history of, uh, of war games, might not be familiar with the history of WCW. Having him come out with that was, uh, very much appreciated. So, uh, so kudos to, to Kevin Owens, huh? I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever worn my Van, one of my Van Halen shirts I got. It's kind of funny. My wife got this for me. It's a kind of a, a mock up of the 1980 world tour shirt, which, uh, she wasn't even alive when this happened. So I think that for some reason I find that kind of funny, but, uh, but, uh, I'm happy. I love this shirt. So I'm glad she got it for me. I got a couple of other, uh, VH shirts too. Um, Got one when I I've got no U812 and I've got um when I saw them before on Lawful Carnage uh in Hartford, Connecticut. I um I got a shirt a tie-dye shirt from that uh that tour. Awesome, awesome show. Um Allison Chains opened up for them on that show, which was kind of shocking to me because at the time I hated Allison Chains. I like them now. Um you know, they've stood the test of time, but uh I saw them open up a two two of my favorite concerts. I saw them open up for Van Halen. I saw them open up for the uh, Clash of Titans tour that which uh, had a Megadeth, Anthrax, and Slayer, and uh, Allison Chains was the opening act, very opening act for that. Um, which I thought Lance Staley was going to die that day, to be honest with you, because he was provoking Slayer fans, uh, calling them out, and uh, I am amazed at he lived as long as he did after that. And, uh, you know, eventually, unfortunately he succumbed to drug usage. Um, great singer, you know, um, I really, at the time didn't appreciate Allison chains for what I should have. Uh, now I, now I love their music, but, uh, maybe it just takes me getting older at the time though. If it wasn't thrash, I didn't want to listen to it. So, so, uh, hearing, you know, man, the box kind of caught me off guard, kind of ushering in that whole, um, grunge movement and those those guys i don't think get the recognition they observe they deserve i think you know um pearl jam gets a lot of credit and uh and um you know kind of Soundgarden. Soundgarden was doing it a long time and they were popular way before the whole grunge movement so i kind of they deserve credit that they get but um but i think alice changed as part of that too obviously nirvana was uh you know Teen Spirit, Smells of Teen Spirit was what pushed that whole grunge movement right to the forefront. And, uh, because people like me liked the song too. So people didn't like, you know, a lot of the stuff before liked it. So, um, so, but I digress, you know, <laughs> sorry, went off in tangent. Anytime you do anything musically, I go off on tangents, unfortunately. But, but War Games, uh, pretty darn good, uh, pretty darn good pay per view. Um, enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm, that gentleman that uh that sent me the request i'm gonna see what i can do uh thank you so much for for um reaching out to the show appreciate the heck out of you thank you uh let's give some shout outs a shout out to create um 
yeah let's shout out to uh to crushing kayfabe uh crushing kayfabe.com crushing with a k crushing kayfabe.com uh check us out on patreon for one dollar a month you can uh you can get a subscription and uh get the shows ad free because i've been adding um adds to shows on patreon and whatnot and uh you know youtube does whatever they want to do so i'm sure they're adding show uh ads to it too so but uh check us out on there and uh and you know for one dollar a month what the heck you know help keep the lights on help us keep doing what we're doing and um shout out to uh then now uh flea market go uh buy some uh some of my cds you can still get some down there and and uh buy some of my my wife's handmade goods uh check her out on uh hooked by gentlemen you can see some of her reels, some of her uh, DIY stuff, uh, and check that out. You know, um, check out uh, Trenton Tabletop and Arcade. You know, um, I've got some games uh, that will be starting, you know, soon. Some uh, D&D games that will be running on a regular basis, uh, some weekly, some bi-weekly. Um, it's real cheap to, to rent a table. If you've got a party that you want to come down there with and uh, do, do some role-playing or... Uh, play some board games or even play some card games it, it doesn't have to be collectible card games uh, you play some you know some games down there um and if you're not into that uh play some video games some of the stand-up arcade games you know and and enjoy yourself you know check them out they're downtown trenton uh tennessee down at the uh, town square there and uh same thing with trent same thing with then and now is they're down in trenton uh downtown right in the square so they're easy enough to find um but check them out too and uh help support the show you know everywhere you go tell them that uh they're crushing kayfabe sent you all right so uh like i said prayers and thoughts uh going out to uh ukraine you know make sure you uh support uh valid uh valid causes that uh that are supporting the the ukraine and, and saying them relief because they need it right now um you know, shout out to, uh, to St. Jude because, uh, my birthday is coming up soon. So if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you can donate to the, uh, the campaign that I'm running right now for my birthday is, uh, accept donations for the, uh, for St. Jude. Help them out. You know, does some amazing research down in Memphis and, uh, you know, one of the leading, uh, children's cancer, you know, pediatric cancer, uh, institutes in the world right there. And they're right in Memphis, you know hour and a half away from here so uh so uh support them they do some amazing work some incredible work um you know so uh so please i'm asking it's one of my favorite causes we have on our car we have the the saint jude license plate which uh gives a portion to uh to saint jude and um it's something that you know is always in my heart you know i thank god that whalen has never needed um to be hospitalized but if if anything like that unfortunately you know heaven forbid ever comes down the pike i know that saint jude is not too far from here and they're um they're incredible so please support them and uh my uh actually my mother-in-law uh, sent some money with that donation donated some money in that uh cause too so uh so uh thank you to her and um thank you to everyone uh for listening to the show and uh and tuning in uh, and supporting the show, I've probably forgotten a million things, but uh, but time constraints are what they are, unfortunately. But uh, but thank you so much, and uh, and God bless. 